1: how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity, and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. Jesus wants our fears to launch us toward faith. Then he grins and says, Do you trust me? Because together we can do this. With Mornings with Jesus, you can start your day in a positive way. Find hope through inspirational stories in Scripture. Go to LifeAudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Mornings with Jesus. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at Abide.com. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, religion, and church, founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art, inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today, I am excited to have Herman and Louis Even with us. Herman has served in various executive management roles for 40 plus years in the business arena. His world was devastated in 1991 when he received a phone call. The caller told him that his wife Louie was having an affair and that a package would be coming to prove the allegations. After seeing the evidence, he called his pastor who decided it would be best for Herman and Louie to meet with Dr. Marlon Howe to work through their relationship. The church had been using Dr. Howe's Hope for the Family video series for about five years. God did a fantastic thing and restored their marriage. After a couple of years of God's blessing and healing, Herman and Louis decided with the approval of the church elders to use their experience to help others. And that is what they have been doing for 30 years. With the foundation of Dr. Howe's work and blessing, Herman developed the great relationships in 2000, uh, In the year 2000. He and Louis have held countless weekend seminars, met with couples one-on-one, and facilitated weekly study groups. Together, they are on a mission to restore marriages and relationships. Welcome, Herman and Louis. Thanks so much for joining us.
2: Thank you, Laura. Thanks
0: for having us. Yeah, for sure. So you guys have been really open and vulnerable with what happened with your marriage. Why did you make the decision to do all of that?
2: Well, that was that is probably one of the uh, best things that God orchestrated for Louie and I. And here's what typically happens in these types of situations. It tries to be swept under the rug. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I was an elder in the church, and Louie was teaching a um, Bible study of 300 women, Mm -hmm. and the Dr. Marlon Howe, who was our counselor and the elders of the church, Uh specifically requested and made it a requirement that we are open about all of this, not to hide it, to be very open. And that obviously you can just imagine. You can just imagine having to stand. I had to stand in front of the church and say I wasn't in control of my family. Uh, I had to step down as an elder because of that. Louie had to stand in front of those 300 ladies and tell, tell them about what she had done. So that is, that is not fun at all. But at the same time, it was one of the best things for us. Louie and I have talked about this so many times that it was great for us because we didn't have to act like everything was okay when it wasn't.
0: Didn't have to hide it. It was all out
2: there. Sure. I mean,
0: anything that comes out into the open, God can actually heal. Right. And things fester. Oh, amen. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: In fact, in fact, another person that uh, we were talking to here recently said, uh, it's always great to put things uh, into the light, the greatest disinfectant. You know?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that exactly. <was> so <laughs> exactly.
2: that that proved to be extremely valuable because we knew that everybody knew about how messed up we were. So the energy didn't need to go into that arena at all.
0: The energy
2: was on Louie and I uh, to start figuring out, by God's grace, how mm-hmm. to relate to each other Better than in this screwed up way that we had uh, been relating to uh, each other for more than twenty one years at that point in time.
3: Yeah. It was so much better to let it all be public. Yeah, even though it was agonizing, I'm sure. Um, but God knew what He was doing, Amen. and we didn't have anything to hide, nothing to cover up, and even though it was miserable um it it was God's ordained plan you mm-hmm. know to do this, Amen. and ended up being it was good,
2: yeah, no so doubt
0: what was the lead up like like in retrospect before you discovered what happened and how things kind of evolved to to that place, what did you see that actually got you to that point that you could look back and say? though there were some warning signs and these are the things that we could have done differently.
2: Well, a lot of that can be covered with the uh, video testimony that we have on uh, greatrelationships.com or greatrelate.com. That's G R the number eight relate.com. Here's a synopsis from my side to show how I look like the innocent party and I'm not. Uh, and that's what this always is. Any couple is normally going to have what appears to be the visible party and the invisible party. And I'm the invisible party. People didn't see how controlling I was. And this is one of those things that is so important to think about for any couple. If they're looking at their relationship, they better start looking at both of you. Both of you are contributing to this situation. So, what we teach in great relationships is the concept of freedom. Uh, when you're trying to control somebody, you are actually trying to remove something that is ingrained in us. God created us with freedom. And you're trying to step on that. And guess what that does to the relationship? Makes that person not want to be with you. Of so you can just imagine my control over the years of Louis, and that would have a tremendous impact on me participating in her sin, and that is exactly what I always want to say, because it is so easy for people to look at Louis and the lovely person that she is and think that somehow, how could she do that to that guy? Well, you know, I deserved it if you really want to look at it. I deserved it. And of course, God allowed this to happen so that we could take something that God allowed in our life and let it blossom into something that can potentially help so many other relationships. So that's that's kind of the answer to that. And Louis, obviously I'd love to have have you say it.
3: Oh well, I think it's what we were kind of talking about this morning with what um several biblical, you know, people that, you know, particularly Joseph, mm-hmm. that um when he said man made this for sin, but God meant it for good. And um we don't think about that when we're either in sin or um, we're hurting other people. Mm-hmm. We can't look forward to that um, avenue of what's God doing here, mm-hmm. and especially when it's crushing your relationship or crushing you. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you maintain that?
2: Yeah. yeah what, what so so much happens, and this is. This is what Louie and I experience, and this is the reason why we, we talk about, actually, relationships are extremely simple. Do not believe that relationships are complex. Every Hallmark movie, every other movie is-
3: It's complicated. It's
2: complicated. <laughs> it isn't complicated at all. I, so often, uh, if Louie and I were co- counting somebody or somebody sitting in my office at the conference table, Uh, We talk for a while and then I will say something like this. Um, We have 500 videos online, 250 page study manual, 200 blogs, 70 plus TV shows, more than 100
3: podcasts.
2: (laughs) And I can tell you everything you need to know in 10 seconds. Are you ready? So I... Let that kind of yeah, soak right. in a bit. <laughs> and obviously they sit there and they're like, yeah, I'm all ready. <laughs> <right>. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, yeah, I, I don't want to
2: do
0: 50 hours. <laughs> exactly. If you can avoid
2: it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, really, I'm serious. 10 seconds. That's all you need. Here it is. There's a problem in every relationship. You make everything about yourself. Mm-hmm. The solution is to pursue their best patiently kindly sacrificially and unconditionally and then i just kind of go silent and then i wait to see the expression on their face and then i say so so go and be healed <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and obviously they laugh like we just laughed
0: yeah. and
2: and uh, then I, I wait a little bit there's a minor discussion and i say so why don't you leave because actually is all you need. I promise you, that is all you need. And then I say, uh, they they say a few things, and typically I say, here's the real reason you're not leaving, You don't believe it. That's the reason why we have 500 videos and a 250 page study manual and 70 TV shows and, <laughs> and 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 you know more than 100 podcasts mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. Because I'm trying to reinforce, that's the problem. You're making everything about yourself. Start pursuing their best. Quit thinking about yourself all the time.
0: Sure, yeah. So, and once you got that, I assume that came from Dr. Howe's pro- program initially, or how did you- No,
2: have- oh, okay.
0: no,
2: um, <laughs> that, that okay. Uh, that came from just uh, our own experience of uh thinking about this. And one of the things that, I, you know, by God's grace, I like to try to do, I like to try to make things as concrete as possible to get away from abstract notions. And that started down the road of one of my mentors who taught me about freedom and everything else, which is a huge principle in great relationships. Mm-hmm. He he specifically asked, you know, me to start asking myself a question, you know, am I fearing you know, something that's real or imaginary. That turned into a different question as I started recognizing, any time I was angry, irritable, upset, I would learn to ask myself, am I making this about me right now? Mm -hmm. That's where I learned that that actually turned out to be the problem. I'm making this about me right now. And I, after a period of years, I stopped asking that question because one day I went, how many times have I been able to say no?
0: (laughs) It's pretty much always the problem.
2: (laughs) Oh, Literally, I changed the question to how am I making this about me right now? Anytime I'm irritable, anytime I'm mad, anytime I'm depressed, anytime any of those negative emotions, if I just learned to ask, how am I making this about me right now? So that became one of the huge catalysts to, reinforce that that's the problem
0: right yeah so my husband and i right now are studying romans and we just finished you know romans 7 and romans 8 and the idea of
2: you're
0: in the spirit and that sounds like essentially what you're saying that at when you're in the flesh you're making it about you
2: yeah absolutely and you back up into romans chapter 6 for the most important decision of life which is am i going to present myself to righteousness as a believer as a child of god Where am I going to present myself to unrighteousness? Mm -hmm. Because who you present yourself to, you become a slave of. And and that's where Romans 6.23 is seldom considered as spoken to believers. Mm -hmm. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Mm -hmm. What Jesus, excuse me, what God is saying through the Apostle Paul there is, if you present yourself to unrighteousness, enjoy the death life.
0: Yeah, seriously. Yeah. There's so much more to sin than just like the death. And there's all the manifestations of death, all of the elements of sin. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. And it's and that's the reason why we we talk about it in such simple terms. You're either making life about yourself or you're pursuing their best. And anytime you say you love somebody and yet you're not pursuing their best, you don't love them because that's our definition of love. Pursuing their best patiently, kindly, sacrificially, and unconditionally. That's our definition of love. And when you make it that concrete, you can talk to somebody and they're saying, But we do love each other. And I simply go, No, you don't. Not based on what I'm hearing from you. You don't love each other. You're not pursuing their best. That is so eye opening for so many people. To make it that concrete and that simple, people end up at least becoming. Into the arena of possible reality. Oh, I'm not, am I? Oh my goodness, I just, I'm just not getting my way. That's exactly what's going on. So, that it, it is so cool to be able to talk to people with these concrete terms. It's really cool.
3: Okay, so do you want to say something? Who does have a ask- tendency to go on and on. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: Just to interrupt. <laughs> yeah. So my question is, what was the process like for both of you in terms of like from the point of recognizing we have a problem to the point of restoration? What did the timeline look like? What was that process like for you, for each of you?
2: Take it away,
0: Louie. <laughs> oh, I think actually,
3: I mean, God just intervened because it was not much time at all. But we were public figures, unfortunately, you know, in the church and Bible study and stuff. And so we had to recognize what was going on and um, come to our people and say, we haven't done life correctly. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, that was miserable, mhm mm-hmm. um, but you know, I will have to say, I really do think that God just intervened mm-hmm. and <laughs> oh, um, you know, we took a vacation together right mm-hmm. afterwards, and we had good counsel um and so I really do think it was a God thing, mhm-. Because if we were still wrapped up in ourselves mm-hmm. and hanging on to uh the sin factor, it would have it would have been hard to um move through it mm-hmm. but we had such good counsel, mm-hmm. and I just think it was a god thing, sure. He knew what was ahead of us
2: Mm
3: -hmm. and because I really seriously believe that if this junk stuff hadn't happened, you know, in our life, that all this other stuff wouldn't have come about.
2: That's right. Um,
3: I mean, he, as we say, he redeemed this. And you know, through that we've been able to minister to other people. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. excuse me. And it's hard. You know, it, there were several years that I was just like, ah, I wish I wish this this would just go away.
2: Yeah, that was tough on her. Um
3: I didn't because it was so public.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And so there are many years that I felt like I was walking around with the scarlet letter mm-hmm. um but you you have you move through it, and it's a matter of i can't say even trusting God. Mm-hmm. I think God was putting his trust in us mm-hmm. and um just going, "I have a plan here." So y'all just buckle your seatbelts and let's go with it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is, a, you know, what she's bringing up here is the reason why we believe there's really only two tools that you need. We teach four tools, but the two most important tools that you need for any relationship to work is forgiveness and confession. And what Louis did is go through confession and uh, any time she was seeing people that might think of her as somehow less than, um, she could know that she was clean because God cleaned it, you know at the cross, and all she needed to do was agree with God. First John one nine. So which that's... is
3: hard because you always think about what other people are going to think about you. Yeah, and you've got to bury that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Doesn't work. Doesn't well it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah.
3: Um and there is that element of just going, you know, the Lord forgave me mm-hmm. and I'm still out here walking the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I can't depend on the fact that what are other people thinking about me? Yeah. Oh yeah, that comes up. But if you live your life that way, that's why we have so many people today that are just
2: drowning. Yeah. They're victims. They're absolute victims of their own bad behavior or victims of other people's bad behavior. And that's the reason why forgiveness is needed. Confession is needed so that (laughs) you can experience and know that God has claimed you. You If they don't, if they don't forgive you, that's their problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, that forgiveness is needed from the viewpoint of you don't want to be chained to the past on somebody else's behavior. Mm-hmm. So forgiveness and confession both help maintain freedom. That's the key, freedom, because Christ died for us to set us free, Galatians 5.1. So that's so important that those two tools are, are used correctly and that's the reason why we spent so much time understanding forgiveness, how forgiveness works. And that became the seed for all of the rest of this material, how we develop the rest of this material is out of those two things, forgiveness and confession.
3: Yeah, because I, I think especially as um, the party that is a little bit more visible in what they've done, that we have the tendency... To really be concerned about what other people are gonna think. Mm -hmm. And God, that can control you. Sure, it can bring you down. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, your relationship with the Lord in clinging to His, you know, forgiveness, Mm -hmm. even though you may not feel it, um, it's believing it Mm -hmm. and going, you know it doesn't matter what somebody else thinks that's not the that's not the issue that's not the point. Mm-hmm. Where am I in God's standing, mm-hmm. and am i um making myself available to him or um is I promise you you can that can suck you down.
2: Mm-hmm. It's And Satan, that's exactly what Satan wants. He wants us living in the past or living in the future. He has no desire for us to pay attention to current reality, what's going on right now. Yeah, he knows that if he can get us to live in the past, we're hopeless because you can't do anything about it. If he gets us to live in the future, we're always anxious. We're always trying to control what's going (laughs) on. Instead of living in the present and doing the Romans 6, 13, present yourself to righteousness, not unrighteousness. If I stay in the present, then I will be able to do something. I'm not gonna be able to do anything if I'm constantly in the past or the future.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so you guys decided after coming up with all of that material to make it free. So what made you guys decide to make that choice?
2: (laughs) Well, it's so interesting. It's a God deal. Yeah, it truly is. (laughs) You know, a lot of this has to do with my, um, uh, my basic personality in many regards. I like to document a lot of things that I'm learning. And I've always had the conviction of the Holy Spirit to document all this. I hadn't had a great conviction to make it, you know, widely known, although we have done lots of work with, you know, weekend seminars and things of that nature. We've not ever tried Mm -hmm. to just take it and, you know, make it broadly known. Mm -hmm. Just this year, (laughs) just this year, I uh, was getting convicted by the Holy Spirit to not only think about the long term, meaning where is this great relationship material going to go after Louie and I go away? Uh I've been thinking, Louie and I have been thinking about that for a number of years, and nobody's stepped up to, you know, take it on. So I called uh, Tina Jacobson, who is a, uh, a former client of mine, and I've been a client of hers. And so we got together, and she came up with this strategy. Let's just do a pay it forward model and make everything free and uh, see what happens. And let's take a year and see if uh, God decides to make it uh Blossom or basically said, no, just don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's what uh, the the biggest the biggest problem is, is me uh, not trusting the Lord with all of this. So they decided, uh, Tina Jacobson and uh, the the editor that we have uh, decided, let's break all this material up and into bite-sized chunks, which became the eight or nine books that we're going to be publishing. And we have two at the publisher right now. And the remarks that we're getting back from the people that are reading them, it's doing what we're hoping for. Uh, take you back just a second to some of the initial emails that Tina would, uh, ha- has sent out. She said, uh, Herman has uh, written this book and it's 500 pages, and nobody's written it and read it.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Go figure. <laughs> <For
3: sure. laughs> we all know Hormon too well.
2: <laughs> and so what's happening is we're getting some great uh, initial response from the group, mm. the age group that we're wanting to impress, which is about the 24 to 35 age groups, what we're trying to uh, uh, speak to. And some of the initial books are doing what we're wanting, which is it presents the basic idea simply, and it's short enough. Yeah. And some of them are going, well, I'd like to go look at some of those videos to get some more details. That's what we're hoping will happen.
0: Love it. That's so great. So God is going to amplify what you've done and put out there. I am absolutely sure. That's wonderful. So where can people find
2: them? Well, they can... Find them. It's eventually going to be on the website, but there's going to be a, a massive uh, publicity campaign and interviews that you're so gracious to do are part of that. Uh, that mm-hmm. once the books start getting published, there's going to be even more pushing it out. It'll be found. You can find it on any of the, uh, you know, Amazon, any of those type of places. Eventually, there'll be a a a kindle version there's all sorts of things that will go on eventually but uh, they haven't been released from the publisher they'll probably be published the first two books which is actually books one and four not one and two (laughs) Uh, they they decided they decided not to do it in sequence because we're we're also trying to test that each one of these books are standalones as as much as possible also so the the first book is going to be talking about the design of men and women, uh, how that is based on the image of God. Uh, It's also going to talk about the two tools of forgiveness and confession. It's going to talk about freedom and feelings in brief, you know, brief ways. So the first book is going to give you a lot of the basics and hopefully drive people to look for more.
0: Fantastic. So what have I not asked you guys that you want to make sure you leave with our audience?
3: I'll have to say something. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we have three grown children and seven grandchildren. And this has been, I may start to cry. <laughs> this has been a huge part of their life. And what's really been cool is we've been able to be honest with everybody. You know, they all know our stuff. And Um, so we've been very open with them and I think it has actually helped them.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, there's nothing that we have to hide Mm -hmm. you know from them. And um I think it's really benefited our total family relationship. Yeah. Which this could be something that could tear it apart. Mm Um, But the fact that, I mean, again, the Lord just saw the means to um, let us be very open with everything. Mm -hmm. And we Mm -hmm. have, I mean, there are times that um, we've asked their permission, can we share? And they don't care. Um, They're all... You know, good with it because I I think it's benefited them. Yeah, and um which you wouldn't think, and you can see I that. It, yeah, and in, in a lot of families, it would be rare.
2: Yeah, we got to hide this. Don't don't I want don't anybody. Don't want to talk about it. That's right.
3: Um, it's been really cool. Yeah, because. We don't have anything to hide from each other. Yeah. And yeah. so
2: we can talk about it. We can joke about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In fact, one of the things that uh, Louie and I asked Dr. Howell after the first day of marathon of counseling on that uh, Friday in uh, 1991 mm-hmm. what are we supposed to do about the kids? What do we tell the kids? And at that point in time, our oldest was 16 and uh 16, 13, and 8, if I remember correctly. And he gave us some great counsel that I use with people all the time. He said, They aren't the issue. You guys are the issue. Yeah, sure. If you get your act together, that's what's going to protect them. And age appropriate, you can share the details with them. But you aren't to worry about them you need to spend all your time and energy in making your relationship healthy because that's what research even shows. Healthy marriages protect kids to give them an example of mm-hmm. what uh, what a safe family life looks like. Yeah. And that is so powerful, what Louis is saying here, so powerful to, yeah. uh, to keep that in your mind.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I remember I can see it, you know, the...
2: morning
3: or evening whatever it was that we put all the kids on the couch and
2: saturday morning
3: we you know told them what was going on and you know the deal was they
2: didn't care
3: (laughs) the only (laughs) thing they cared about was just don't get a divorce
2: that was so interesting out of Uh, our eight-year-old out of our eight-year-old the other two didn't say that first our eight-year-old simply said I thank you. At least you're not getting a divorce. Thank you for that. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. It shows you how much the marriage, uh, the husband and wife, the mm-hmm. father and the mother actually impact the kids in ways that you just don't think about.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So where can people go to learn more about you guys?
2: To uh, GR, the number eight, relationships.com, or if they want to do it shorthand, GR the number eight, relate.com. Oh, so they both direct
0: to the same place? Yeah,
2: both go to the same place. That's right. And uh, all of the material that's there is completely free. Uh, You'll see uh, in orange in the menu, free videos, uh, free video courses. And uh, there's 32, 32 courses there. It's uh, very easy. You've got uh, Mm -hmm. words. You've got information under each video. You have resources in many cases that you can download.
3: Now, if they contact me personally, I may have to charge them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. sounds good well i will link in the show notes to both of those websites like i probably only need one but just
2: just 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 use one to
0: clarify so i'll do that in the show notes and thank you guys so much for your time and for your wisdom and for your willingness to share your story really appreciate what you're doing thank you we appreciate do you want to better understand the bible and give biblical answers to those who ask you about your faith Hi, this is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning podcast show. Listen to us weekly as we bring the truth often found in the ivory towers of seminary down to the steeple towers of the local church. Join me along with many of the nation's top theologians as we offer answers to life tough questions from an apologetic perspective. Subscribe to the show at LifeAudio.com. You've given us your time.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: Are you looking for a holistically minded healthcare practitioner who truly treats root cause rather than symptom suppression?